Welcome back to the Suresh podcast. In the last episode, we heard how Pandit Nitanand was performing Katha discourse amongst the Sikh congregation. Chapter 53 now begins describing how Baba Buddha Ji was living in the village Ramdas. He spent some time there resting in the bliss of the divine. The time to leave his body was now approaching and Baba Buddha Ji knew this well. He had this desire in his heart that when at the time of his passing, he was hoping Guru Hargobind would be close. He was thinking that at that time when I'm going to leave my body behind, I want to be looking at the form of liberation, Guru Hargobind himself, who countless Rishi Munis, holy ascetics contemplate upon. I'll also have another task, giving my son's arm to the Guru. This would be proper for me. We are all within the sanctuary of the true Guru. In this world and in the next, at the beginning of my life and at the end, for us, there's no other but the divine Guru Hargobind. He thought this and then called over a Sikh with great love in his heart. He called him close and said, go quickly, without delay. Go to Guru Hargobind and tell him, give him a request from me. Understand me as a long-standing servant. Tell him this, that he should come to Ramdas. Like in the battlefield of Kurukshetra, Krishna went to Hastinapur, taking all the Pandavas with him and coronating Yudhishthir. Bhishm was lying on the bed of arrows, and you kept your taram, your duty, and reached there at the end of his life as he was calling out to you, contemplating upon you. And because of that, you left everything just to go there, delivering your darshan, your divine sight. And in the same way, that time for you has come now as well. Be graceful upon me and come to me in Ramdas, like how when Jatayu was about to leave his body, even though Ram was roaming around looking for Sita, he stopped that and he quickly went to go see his servant, Jatayu. In the same way, keep your honor, keep your nature, and come to Ramdas. Deliver to me your darshan, your divine sight, which destroys all sins. So the Sikh, he took this message and he bowed down to Baba Buddha Ji. He quickly went to the Guru in Hargobindapur. He bowed down there to the Guru and gave him this message. He sat down, he delivered it. Guru Hargobind heard the news of this, of his beloved. And he quickly got ready in every manner before he set off. He called Bidichand, he called Pai Gurdas, telling them the news of Baba, of Baba Buddha Ji's impending end. The Guru then passed over the command of the city to one of his generals, leaving with that general some warriors to keep guard. The Guru then met with the people of the city, comforting them before mounting up, taking the rest of his troops with him. Everybody else mounted up. The commander of the city, his name was Nahal. He had received the command of the city with some forces just before Guru Hargobind took off. Down the path, they all went very quickly. They didn't stop for some time and they covered quite a long distance. Just a side note here, it's about 70, 75 kilometers northwest from Hargobindpur where Baba Buddha Ji was residing in Ramdas. So the group was traveling down that path on horseback going very, very quickly. They got to a spot, a dehra, they paid some respects there, and out of the pockets, the devotees, minus Kabir, that are within the Guru Nansar, Namdev is the most important, most famous, most exalted. So Guru Hargobind and the group dismounted there off their horses, they bowed down there at that dehra related to Pagat, Namdev, understanding that Namdev was a devotee of the Divine, imbued with the flavor, the ras of devotion. It's like when Ram went out of his way to go see Matang Munish Ashram, his spot to bow down there, in the same way Guru Hargobind was paying respects to Namdev. 
They quickly then went back on the path, but they set up camp at night when it became dark. And the next day, in the morning, when the sun rose, they set off again. When they got close, one guy in the village saw them approaching and said, Baba Buddha Ji, Guru Hargobin has arrived. Baba Buddha Ji heard this and swelled up with love. Bliss sprouted across his entire body. Tears began to stream from his eyes. His throat seized up in excitement and emotion. He wasn't able to talk. He was just weighted down by this love. He tried to get up and place his leg down, but he just couldn't. He just stood there, he was too tired, and he just sat back down. His body was so thin, like thorns of a breadfruit tree. He closed his eyes and just contemplated upon Guru Hargobind, enjoying that sensation, being completely overwhelmed by his great love of the Guru. And during that time, Guru Hargobind walked in with Bidichan, then Pai Gurdas. Baba Buddhaji was just in this firm meditation, Samadhi, like a yogi had been sitting there for many years like this. And Guru Hargobind was standing there looking at him, the knower of all understood what Baba Buddhaji was contemplating. And such a love arose within the Guru's heart at that moment. And in both of his eyes, water swelled up. He didn't say anything. He just stood there, soaking that in. And then Pai Gurdas, with his hand, he touched the feet of Baba Buddhaji, shaking his feet softly. Baba Buddhaji's lotus-like eyes, they opened up. The love that he had for Guru Hargobind when he saw him was without any end. It was without control. He quickly grabbed the feet of the Guru. And Guru Hargobind, who was also bowing down, they also grabbed the feet of Baba Buddhaji. They went to a spot to all sit together, taking with them the six. The six all bowed down to Baba Buddhaji. The six of that area, staying with Baba Buddhaji, also bowed to Guru Hargobind. And now everybody was seated together. Baba Buddhaji clasped his hands together and said, This is not a new tradition for you. You are forever bound by your servants, being graceful upon them, regardless of any social customs or honor. To keep your nature, you've come here, understanding that the end of my body is approaching. You have blessed me with your divine sight so gracefully. The great powerful Guru is always forever in the service and is bound by their six. Guru Hargobin heard this and replied, you have clarified and made the path of Sikhi shine. Whoever grasps your lifestyle, deeds, those six won't be burnt by the fire of their sins. Those who take your name adorn Sikhi, Baba Buddhaji. Why would they not cross over this dreadful life ocean? This is how they were speaking back and forth with each other, praising each other. Baba Buddhaji then had everybody sit in their very beautiful house. There everybody had prashad and langar. They were so many types of different foods distributed there, sweet, sour, all types of delicious food. Baba Buddhaji sat close to Guru Hargobind and fed him. Afterwards, the entire army of the Guru ate. And at nighttime, when they were going to sleep, Baba Buddhaji had a very soft, delicate, beautiful bed set up for the Guru. But he set it up and then sat down on the ground beside it, planning to sleep on the ground there. Guru Hargobind saw this and he immediately got off his bed. He laid down on the ground beside Baba Buddhaji. At that point, they were just chatting all night. Guru Hargobind said at one point, You have remained close. You saw the traditions, the actions of the exalted Guru Nanak and the other Gurus. What actions would result in benefit and what would not to their Sikhs? Please teach me some of these. Understand me as your Sevak, your servant. Please emerge yourself in the rust, the flavor, the nectar of compassion and tell me these teachings from the previous Gurus. Baba Buddhaji heard this and said, Oh Guru Hargobind, you yourself are the divine, not I am. 
the one who has taken this beautiful form as Guru, as the sixth Guru, taking this bodily form to protect the countless six, the cows, the Brahmins of the world. So the reference here to the cows can be understood as an idiom for the innocent, the compassionate people, and the Brahmins as the scholars, those who have a duty to remain knowledge, structures, and scriptures, etc. Baba Buddhaji continues, the yogis, when they contemplate upon the divine, they are really contemplating upon you. The sensual enjoyers of the world, when they enjoy those sensations, they are in fact enjoying you. The form of bliss itself, the divine now has taken this wondrous form in this world, playing out these delightful feats and acts. You are the one to deliver teachings to everybody. What can I teach you? But I do request of you one thing, that you grasp the hand of my son and treat them like you have blessed me. The exalted Guru Nanak, Guru Angad Dev Ji, the pinnacle of the Palla clan, Guru Amar Das Ji, the exalted Guru Ram Das Ji and Guru Arjan Dev Ji, who established Sikhi so greatly in this world. Just like how they honored me so greatly, please honor my son in the same way. So Baba Buddha Ji said this and he called his son over. His name was Panna. He bowed down to the lotus-like feet of the Guru. Baba Buddha Ji took his hand, Panna's hand, and he looked over at Guru Hargobind, at the master, and he handed him that hand. Guru Hargobind took that hand of Panna and, with great respect, placed it to his forehead, accepting it like it was an offering. Guru Hargobind comforted Baba Buddhaji in every way. They had such delightful, enjoyable conversation that night. They stayed awake now for nine hours, all night, basically chatting, listening to each other. Baba Buddhaji then received permission from Guru Hargobind to get up. It was early morning now. He went to go bathe in some cold water. He then came back to the Guru. He sat in front of the Guru with great delight and with a one-point focused mind, he recited Japji Sai, very slowly and carefully. After reciting, he looked towards the Guru and bowed down. He told his servants then, place on the ground a bed of spear grass. Sit me there and please recite Sing Kirtan. Spray across various scents and perfumes and remember and contemplate the true name with great delight. Place lamps here and gather the congregation. The servants of Baba Buddhaji heard this command. They quickly went to do that work to the best of their ability. Baba Buddhaji was then standing in front of Guru Hargobind, clasped his hands together and requested, Guru Hargobind, please give me the permission to go further, to go into the next life, so I may receive the highest stage, your very position. Guru Hargobind re replied, O oh my beloved, rest, relax, like the sky, merge into everything. Baba Buddhaji heard this. He laid down on the spear grass. He had a white sheet which he placed over his body. He pulled the sheet up to his head. His eyes remained open, facing straight at the Guru, staring at the Guru. Guru Hargobind was looking gracefully upon Baba Buddhaji as well. Baba Buddhaji's breath left his body while Guru Hargobind was sitting right beside him. His body now remained empty. He left his body like how an elephant removes a garland off of its neck from its trunk. He quickly became separate from his body and merged forever with the true Guru. Blessed, blessed is such a life of benevolence that Baba Buddhaji lived, that servant of the Guru who raised up the foundation of Sikhi in the world. This is how chapter 52 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear the funeral rites performed for Baba Buddhaji. 
So that's what we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have supported the podcast through the Mangla Charan Patreon page. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>